Welcome to the Lingus Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. Welcome back, everybody, to the Linguist Lounge. I'm Luke. I'm Delee. And I'm Heather. And today, what a fun day we're having today. We were just talking about infinity scarves and whether or not we think they're going to come back into fashion or not. <laughs> Heather, Heather, what are your thoughts? Heather was a I, abuser of an infinity no, scarf back in the day. Still maybe. In general. No, I like, actually, my favorite is a blanket scarf, if you want to know. Yeah, well. I love blanket scarves. You know, scarves. when I see blanket scarves, I just think of giant bibs. I mean, Yeah. You could take that thing off in a second and have a picnic. Yes. <laughs> or where is Are you the cold? jacket? Have yeah. you done that? You're at yes. the movies and yes. you're cold? Yes. Take it off. No, the picnic one. No. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's a good one. It's a you good one. To, you need to ride in a topless or a convertible car in the 1940s and you want to keep your hair in place and you got a blanket scarf. Yes. There you go. <laughs> you always just want to be prepared. Really? That's right. I'm a That's right. boy scout. Well, boy scout. Boy Scout. Boy Scout at heart. That was hard to say. I don't actually even know what that, that what you meant by that statement. Always be prepared. Isn't that what they're meant? Yeah, yeah. I, I was with know. you. I was with you. Thank Do I look you. like the Boy Scouting kind of individual? I had a Boy Scout. What a are they called? Of, Eagle, Boy Scouts. Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. I had an Eagle Scout. Wow. Do his project and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. had to sign off on it. I think there was a family here that were three. There were three Eagle Scouts in the family at the same oh, time. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. I think You're there was like, one girl, though. There was one I don't girl. Know what, yep. Was she an Eagle Scout, yep. too? Okay. She nice. was. Mm-hmm. Nice. You I wasn't are not, sure. You are on the right track. Yep. That's awesome. I saw their picture on a newspaper article yep. downstairs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that must. that's a lot of years of service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Not but no. a single thing. feel right. It was right. It felt right. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so today we're talking about the, the most interesting podcast topic that we could possibly be talking about and that is how to be a good coworker. more specifically how to make friends with your co-workers and maybe just like things that we think you shouldn't do or should do mm-hmm. in order to like maintain those friendships long term in a way that's both healthy and sustainable mm. so wow. um that was good well first of all let me just say if you are listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself that ain't me i'm not the one I'm not the person that people don't get along with. Maybe keep listening. (laughs) Because I would say the first step to recovery is admitting that you have a problem. (laughs) That's true. That's actually true. If that... If, if you are someone who is new to the profession, this would be a great opportunity for you to learn from people that are not new to the profession about things that are very red flag-like mm. in, uh, in, an, in an educator. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say even as an educator because these things don't specifically relate to education yeah. so much as it does just being to a being a person yeah. that is enjoyable to work yeah. with. Okay, so before we even get around to the do's and don'ts of this, Tell me, y'all, why is this important? Because I bet, I, like, I have a teacher friend out there who, good teacher, not necessarily concerned, like, like very nice to be around with, mm-hmm. makes friends 
at work but isn't overly concerned about it and just wants to go home and yeah. be with her family mm-hmm. and that's totally I respect that that's yeah. legit so why is this important if you're in that camp and you're like why do I even care about this I want to do my job yeah. and I want to go home to my family and that and be done with it I don't yeah. really want to put much thought into being a good yeah. co-worker I just want to teach and go mm-hmm. home why, why is this important well first of all that's a great question and second of all I'm I really just think it all goes back to like support and mm-hmm. like building a community within your job mm-hmm. and I feel like no matter where you work if you enjoy the people that you work with if you actually like to go to work and be with those people that makes your job like 5,000 times easier yes but also you can especially in the teacher world just because we are in our rooms so you much can isolate and not together you it is easy to isolate yep. yeah but and I would say this from experience too because i i'm og to our school being around like first year yeah so and these guys came in the second year so i mean not that big of a deal but that first year i was super lonely for a lot of reasons i mean we were all staying six feet apart we were all masking and all that stuff but um it was real lonely up here in the b200s hallway it was it was lonely it was really lonely and really hard i mean it was hard that year for a lot of reasons but Mm -hmm. like um, I just feel like my job got so much richer when y'all joined the team yeah. and, and, you know, we had more, um, interaction and right, more right. like sharing and more. Yeah. Just it, that makes me happy to hear that. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. but I, I do want to respect the whole spectrum of where people fall in on where, how much investment they want to do outside of the classroom in mm-hmm. their job because the three of us are social people. Well, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I can't say that y'all are extroverts. I don't, I know I am, but like. I, I, I know that we are social. We thrive on relationships. Yeah. Um, no matter how many or how I think you could probably well. say we're extroverted. I, 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 w- I feel like I am not. Heather, well, that's, the, so- that's what I was honest. I wasn't really thinking of you, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm not being real with you guys. It wasn't Luke I was thinking about. I was, I guess, trying to tiptoe around Heather. Yeah, I don't necessarily... I thought maybe so, that you yeah. wouldn't consider yourself extroverted. Yeah. But you I can are a relationship yeah, builder. absolutely. And so I just want to respect the fact that everyone's on that the spectrum somewhere of, where, of why this should be important important i think because mm-hmm. i do think there's you know you've got the one end it's like work is family i'm i'm not mm, no my family's family right, I, right. I have a very i want to keep those boundaries very clear for me but you can be on that side and you can also be on the i'm getting my bag and i'm leaving yeah. right because we do that too yeah we do but that what, too but at but the, the yeah. idea of wherever you are I think relationships with your yeah. colleagues are important. Because, right. like, what happens between the hours of 8 and 4? Let's just be real. Yeah. Like, you, you don't have an option about what you have to do between those hours. So, like, I, I do understand. I'm pushing back on that notion a little bit. Because I do understand, like, the desire to want to do your job and go home. Because I very much have that desire as well. Yeah. But also, like, I very much do also desire to have a relationship with the people I work with. While yeah. you're here. And, yeah. and the thing about it is, is, like, y'all... Y'all, some of y'all know this about me, but especially these two people sitting at this table with me, they know I'm going to try to be your friend or I'm going to die trying. (laughs) The very first time that Luke met my husband, the first thing he said before he told my husband his name, which Justin already knew exactly who Luke was um, at this point, walking up and he goes, hey, I'm Delee's best friend at work. (laughs) And if I'm wrong... (laughs) But I love that that's before he even, like, said, hey, I'm Luke, blah, blah, blah. He was like, hey, I'm Delee's best friend. <laughs> Notice how he didn't say Delee's my best friend at work. But, well, that's a, that's 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 outside it of the It reminds me of that Instagram sound that's like, yeah, I probably am your best friend. Yeah, yeah. it's so good for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just feel a little bit like a loser right now. That's fine. No, no, no totally, no, no. totally. It's, but I think right. there's so much value in, like, 
building, like buy. I don't know how to say investing and like building those relationships because you still have to spend that time with them. Yes, for more than forty hours a week. And yeah. as and as much as we want to just be like, I want to go home and not worry about it. It's really nice to have someone from experience that you can call on when you need, like, you're asking questions about maybe something that's going on at your job, or if you need to like collaborate in some yeah, way in absolutely. some aspect. And I just think like without that, I would feel so bad. Like yeah. I feel so isolated and so like. I don't think I would like my job as much. Like, y'all really... Well, or even the feedback. Because, like, a Mm. lot of times, like, looks like it didn't work. Or, you know, can I come watch how you did this or whatever. Like, even that would feel out of place if you didn't have a relationship, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. so even that being collaborative is, you know, it helps already having a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I'm still on the side, though. I think there's people that just care a little bit less about collaboration. So, my plea to you all is you're going to need help one day. Mm -hmm. And if you think you're not... You're, you're, you're living in a fool's paradise Wrong. and yeah. you're going to need help and don't like what if you're that person that never helps never talks to anyone no one's going to want to help you yeah, let yeah. us help you yeah. let us want to help you yeah. be that us, at least be there let us be your co-workers please but like metaphorically so but i will say y'all this is the first time because i thought this at my last school too so i taught in ohio before this um and there is that that hump of like I don't know. There, I felt like we had great colleagues and we'd eat lunch together and stuff like that. But there's this, like, I don't know, a hump from, like, meeting each other at school every day to, like, outside. Like, obviously, we're not working right now. We're, you know, meeting for this podcast or whatever. But, like, that jump from just seeing each other at school to, like, our kids are friends. Or let's do something. Mm -hmm. Or let me come over to your house for a Christmas party. Like That's very true. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always – this is the first time that I feel like I've overcome that. I think these are – I think these things that we're going to talk about today are the steps to creating – relationships with people within your job and then that takes more work Mm -hmm. i think that takes even more work on the part of the person because you want you have to want to be friends with that person first and then you want to have to see them outside of work Mm -hmm. so i think we're specifically talking about things that could be done within your work setting or not done within your work setting to like help create friendships and relationships okay so what's on your list okay i'm gonna start because i got my number one is (laughs) i mean she ate and left no crumbs. That's what the kids say these days. So my number one, my number one is be yourself unless yourself is not fun. <laughs> and what I mean by that, what I mean by that is, uh, first of all, I want to I want to back up just a little bit for. Do we have someone specific? No. Well, yes, but I'm not going to say that at the podcast. <laughs> I want to back up before I even go any further into that and say this in no way is meant to be offensive to anyone this is just for fun i mean a lot of these things are real things that we mm-hmm. that we do believe but some of them are said in jest so yeah. uh, of course. please don't please take the the actual like topic for uh, with a grain of salt and let's get into like the actual like yeah. details of the yeah. thing so once again i'm going to repeat that because it was worth repeating be your <laughs> be yourself unless yourself is bad <laughs> and what i mean by that is just be true like be you be your real honest unedited self i think mm-hmm. that a lot of times this is like a a world thing this isn't necessarily like an education specific thing but why is it that we feel that we have to be perfect and we have to put on an air of being like nothing's wrong with us all the time mm-hmm. because that's obviously not the truth and if we spend as much time in work do like acting like that I mean, that first of all, that's going to have a negative effect on you later, like outside of your job. But also, like, we spend so much time here that there it would be of no benefit for me just to act like everything's perfectly fine all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we talked about this in the episode when we talked about student relationships, but transparency is the thing that's going to be gap. 
I don't know how what the present tense form of begat is. Transparency is going to lead to more transparency, and I think that if we're, <laughs> I don't know why. I just felt like I needed to say that. Okay, transparency is going to lead to more transparency, and if I'm being my honest, real, unedited self, then I think other people will as yes. well. And okay. I think that also, like, that will lead you to the people that res- respect that and respond well to that. If you're being your honest, unedited, real self, and someone's like, mm, pass, never mind. I'm sorry, <laughs> I asked. Then maybe that's someone you don't want to spend time with. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think. What I mean also, what I meant when I said be yourself unless yourself is bad, is if you're negative all the time, mm-hmm. and that's like your your personality trait number one is that you're just like negative Ned or negative Nancy, ain't nobody going to want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry. Like I said earlier, I, to a fault, will try and be friends with someone, like over and over again until mm-hmm. it hurts me. Me feelings and me. Me feelings. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing that I keep coming back to is I just cannot jive with someone who's negative all the time. Mm -hmm. I think there's a place for complaining. I think there's Mm -hmm. a place for gripes about things. Oh, yeah. But if the only time that I ever hear you talking is to complain about something, that I'm going to avoid spending time Mm -hmm. with you. or even. But also what I think, like, because, and you say that, you know, on the back end of having just said be your authentic self. And, like, some days are bad. But what I appreciate, like, our lunch table, like, because we do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then it's also, like, the point of having friends is that you problem solve together. To be like, we could do this. Or you could do this. Or, you know, and that's, I think that gets, it draws you out. And even if you, at the drawing out of it or trying to make solutions with it are still being negative that's when it's like okay you know yeah i mean we we've offered you xyz solutions and you still want to do yeah yeah you know you're not if you're not open to it yeah yeah. and that's kind of where i was going with the unless yourself unless your own self is bad because there are you know you can be someone who who has a difficult time seeing the positive sides but you also have to be open to seeing them right Mm -hmm. like if you're never if you cut yourself off from seeing like the positive things you're of course you're going to be negative all the time because like to be totally honest like no one's no one is listening to this right now thinking that education is like the perfect job Mm. nobody's like no one's under the illusion that being a teacher is like the perfect situation because it's not there are lots of things that are really troubling there are lots of things that are really like i i struggle with being a teacher but but the thing about it is like i'm not going to get hung up there i'm not going to get caught up in that thought that thought pattern of being like oh another day that i have to go into work and pretend like i'm happy and i'm not because like the reality is is like there are other jobs yeah if you don't like what you're doing Mm -hmm. and i say this with love in my heart but like you can go do something else. Right, there, right. There's a there's a open well, world. Well, not only that, but stuff. the grass is greener. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the grass is greener where you work on it, like mm-hmm. where you try to make it better. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's you know it looks like it's going to be better on the other side, but that that job's going to have downfalls. That job's yep. going to have pitfalls. There's nothing, even yeah. you know. Yeah. If there's the not same a job problem follows you to every job, Ooh. whether it's ever teaching. It's exactly what That's you said true. at the beginning, Luke. You is need to you? like look at yourself. Yeah. You really do. And I mean, I feel like it's kind of preaching a little bit here about that, but like seriously, if you really does the same thing keeps popping up and over like seriously do yourself a favor and say what yeah. what can i do yeah and what this is i would say this is why this podcast yes. is particularly of interest um and, for you and i think too like kind of staying in that same vein of like being negative there's negative and then there's also victim and there's two that's two things that i just really cannot like i have a really difficult time being around and working with people that are either really negative or really I, i'm the victim in the situation because mm-hmm. another thing is like like Delee just said, if that thing is the thing that follows you around, if you're always the victim, I got I got news for you. <laughs> you may not actually be. I think you're creating problems for yourself. So I just think like 
you know, be transparent and be honest, but also like be receptive to help, be receptive to people right. wanting to support you and like love you as as much as as cliche as that may sound. Because like uh, I'm I'm coming at you with love, boo boo. Like my <laughs> arms is open, my heart is open. I'm gonna I'm gonna love you until you don't want me to love you no more. <laughs> so I think that like just being yourself with with it with the understanding that like if you're going to be negative or if you're going to be the victim, like there's opportunity for us to work on that together. If you're receptive to that, I think that you will be someone like that's easily, easily, easy to work with. Absolutely. Yep. yep. That's the first thing I wrote down. Um, okay. That's a great one. Probably one of the most important things I think. Um, I would say have a thing of, of giving, give something that Okay. Okay. I could get really specific. So I think I want to go to this very superficial place. It's like, hey, be, be the person that brings donuts or coffee. But like, if that's something you enjoy doing, you like getting donuts, you're a coffee person, bring a treat to your coworkers every now and then. Yep. Or if you really like music, share your favorite oh music. Oh my gosh. These like, two and their music. Yeah. Like, I like music, y'all, but they'll like quote things and they know exactly. I, I don't quote the quote, quotes. And you always know. You always know who's saying it. Oh, that's true. You I both do, do yeah. it. And I'm like out in left field, like, okay, I know the song, but that's it. Anyway. So that's a thing. Some days I'll go into the lunchroom and Luke has already started his playlist for the day. And (laughs) I'm going to just get on that train and ride it for the whole lunch period. And I'm just going to love that music. Whether whether or not I like the songs, I'm going to love that idea. Heather's sorry. She's been lost the last 10 years in her infinity scarf. (laughs) (laughs) That was in another country. Let's keep that in mind, too. I do not live in America. I think that gift giving is so fun. Like that, but that's like my love language yeah. is like gift giving. Okay, so like for me, okay, I'm not gonna be the. I don't bring the playlist, but I'm gonna be right there with it. Participate. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna participate or something that I, I don't do it all the time, but I would say I'm a person who brings. I like bring tips to things like mm-hmm. you know I, I'm very much a financially minded person, and I like to think about ways to save a little money or like just you know do things. So like I talk about my gas points and hey it's. Kroger four times fuel points, guys. If you are, if you do that or whatever, like I like to bring tips. Yeah. And I do that in the classroom, by the way. Side note on, on students, I, I give life lessons every now and then be like, mm-hmm. when you become an adult, here's a, like a little thing you should store away for right. when mm-hmm. your Remember time this comes. conversation. Yeah. Like yeah. I like little ad- adulting tips. That's yeah. what it is. That's, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a thing I can mm-hmm. bring to the table. Um, not that I'm the best at adulting, but I do have some good tips so, so yeah what's a thing what's a thing that you like that not everyone likes but you think could appeal to a lot of people you know songs yeah financial tips adulting tips i think just like treats coffee just donuts. adding as much as you consume was is always good like don't oh. don't take more than you mm-hmm. give it's yeah. it's definitely an equal thing like if you're gonna take something you have to also add something mm. yeah i think i like that yeah like that's a, a very general take. way to yeah to, to get at the heart of what i'm trying to yeah. say yeah. here be a giver it really is i mean that's and that's really we've talked about this before but it like sharing things is is so great because you know we're all doing we're all trying to do the same thing and i may not have the resource that i need but Dooley may have the resource that i need and likewise she can always take things from yep. me too so but it's so it's it, i mean there's there's cons to being like only a giver because if you give 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 mm-hmm. all the time then you're, you're gonna be exhausted all yeah. the time yeah. and if yeah. you just take then you're like nobody's gonna want to give you anything so it i really do think that like you have to really you have to give just as much as you consume Mm -hmm. and i think that that would be like a great i mean i love that this is what we do and i love that about y'all 
there are lots of things I don't love about you, but I do love that one. Ooh. Same here. Is that just a kidding. podcast? I'm just, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> Is that a podcast? <laughs> the tea. No, I the will not be showing up to that in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> the tea on the linguists. Um, mine, mine really was just like. Well, Heather, you go because I just steamrolled right over you like a beautiful. No, I didn't. Accident. I was gonna. Oh, well, actually, I did have one thing. Um, it, well, I probably already said it. Just the time for like being able to take, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily criticism or feedback, but just you know when that relationship is there, kind of like Critique. the points you were talking about. Or yeah, like, um, yeah. is just being able to point things out or you know, but that helps when there's the relationship workshop. Points. Yeah, workshop something, mm-hmm. brainstorm something yes. like. Um, it doesn't like my idea doesn't isn't the end. It's just you yeah. know maybe what I said will you know bring you to bring you know something else to the table that you wouldn't have thought of if I wouldn't have said X Y Z or whatever. What's like a tangible way that that can happen? Like what's something that you've experienced like with one of us maybe that you felt like helped you become better or helped another person become better? Well, one thing you for sure taught me is uh, like <laughs> to use those sick days like. Oh yeah. You know, as in yeah. just take time for yourself because I mean, I mean we are we're all teachers so we know making subplans is like the absolute worst thing. Like I'd rather just drag myself in here than take a sick day, but at the same time like those are also not just sick days but like mental health days too. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, they're personal days for yeah, a reason. Exactly. Um and just you know, take the time to realize like the world doesn't stop just cuz you're not there, yeah. you know, and take the grade, don't take the grade, whatever. You can make that but don't be afraid to just take the time cuz you need it. Like right. um and you've said that to me before and and that's, you know, I can take it because, you know, we have those the points built up in a, you know, knowing that we care about each other and it comes from a place of care and not like I've noticed this about you and you know. <laughs> but it will sound like that it can but when you know but that's the reason you're being a real jerk I think you need to take a day off <laughs> <laughs> but that's why the relationship we don't really is important we'll see you tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> or you know what it looks like for us sometimes is like if I this I remember this happened specifically last semester it was like right after I moved and I was like really overwhelmed and just having like a terrible go at things and I was like I don't think I'm coming to work tomorrow. And Delaney and Heather were like, yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> they were so supportive, and I loved that. It really wasn't a supportive way. <laughs> but, like, also, you know, I think that that's, like like Heather said, it's so important to, like, make sure that you take the time because we do have it, mm-hmm. you know. And, there, and I mean, there's something to be said about, like, banking your time, I guess, but what are you banking it for? Right. You know, because it's going to be way more work for you to take off like two weeks one time than it would be for you to take a day here yeah, and there. Here and there, yeah. And I, I just think if you could, if you've got it, do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, and even with I was thinking with um, Natalie, my other neighbor, um, this year too, like, because we had to because I was like her mentor or whatever. Like I had to go in and observe her class. Um, but even just being open to that, just like if something's working well or isn't working well, like it is hard to do with like our plannings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, um, you know we work at a great school where they would be able to make that happen for feedback. us just to be able to see it in live action, like something that is or isn't going well and you want some feedback on. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they would, you know, make that happen for us that so we could right. go into each other's classrooms and see that. Yeah. Right. Um, I just wrote down collaborate and socialize because the one, one thing is, I don't know. I've, I had, I have had some neighbors in the past classroom neighbors whom I would just like, 
walk like watch from across the hall we never interacted whatsoever and then we would just be like it was so awkward mm-hmm. but like delee's like two doors down and i'm like going to her classroom every single time we have a class change and talking to her mm-hmm. and yeah. i feel like those little interactions between class especially when you have like seven minutes between class changes that may be the thing that energizes you for the next class right, right. it's not a lot but it is very like you do feel it it's like a, a very distinct and marked difference yeah mm-hmm. when i get to talk to people and when i don't because like yeah. delee said like i'm very social and i need that interaction with an adult i was sometimes. gonna say that grown mm-hmm. interaction yeah. Yeah. yeah or just yeah. to be like just to have a rundown of like delay as you know that that class was awful and i hate yeah. myself yeah. and i'm gonna walk away now yeah. like and she's like no it wasn't you're great <laughs> or even like but i do think it's important too that i mean and i'm sure y'all are like this too that the kids see us saying things different than that too or like being people to each other mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah you know. i mean i think you know i I, I'm such a rule follower. It was kind of hard for me, like walk away from my door. But so, like, I think I started definitely by coming over to Luke's class right before my the, my planning period. So we're like, I knew I didn't have students, but now I do it. Um, I guess I do Whenever, feel like we see each yeah. other almost between every single class. <laughs> and I think you're right, Heather. I think it's nice for the students. I think some of and some of them, you know, get drawn in and they'll we'll have yeah. a little circle of students like seeing seeing us interact with each other, and then we'll interact with them. And it is, it's a nice just little quick little yeah. breather but yeah. also it sets us apart i think as a department too because like we do some fun things and this is all because of delay mainly uh like around halloween like oh. was it halloween where they did yeah, games the like halloween. she's always the departmental costume contest. yeah we've always had like a great departmental costume um we were squid games the first, the first year, year and then and second then, year Stranger, uh, Stranger Things. Stranger things. things. Um, we got right around that. We got robbed. Well, we, we got to yeah, pivot. Pivot next year. <laughs> but but I'm saying things like that that set us apart, as in like they know that we're a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they know, you know, when you know, I, I just think that's important, and I've never had that either, where yeah. you know they see us as an entity, you know, mm-hmm. made up of people. Yeah. Like I think that's important to put out to kids because we're showing them how to be grown ups too. We're not I've, just teaching them yeah. language. I can't remember if if. If if it if I told you about this or not, but during first block one day you came to my door. I'm, t- I'm looking at Heather, by the way, just so that you know I mean, you can't see it, but I'm pointing at it. <laughs> it's kind of like the air and quote that you were like knocking on the door to try to get in, and uh. one of the kids in the class was like, "Your bestie's at the door." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I don't know her. <laughs> but it's important that they know. Yeah. Like, I think it, and we can show them what healthy relationship, grown up relationships look like, you yeah. know, in the workplace. And, you know, because that's that important. we have fun at work. Yeah, exactly. We normalize being miserable in our jobs yes. so often. So, yes, let's yes. show them that we I mean, do not have every fun day because some days are bad days. And no, we can see absolutely. that too. But, like, you know, I, I do think that's important. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think that it's like, um, another thing that I wrote down was oh that same thing was collaborate we've kind of already talked I, about this I have something to add on that okay go for it yes, okay and. so co- it's still under the umbrella of collaboration but I wrote down collaboration over competition not that I don't mm. love some healthy competition but I think what I th- would encourage people to get out of the mindset is the zero sum mentality if you win something or do excel at something that means I'm not excelling right. at the other thing like because if Heather does something really well. That's a win for our department, yeah. you know? And so, like, getting out of that mentality, I think we're just so groomed at such an early age in this culture to be to be like, I have to be the best. I want to be number one and be the super shining star. And everyone's going to have their moments, for sure, and that feels good, too. But, like, as in, it's not just me. I'm not, if I'm not going to exist on an island, like, if my win is everyone's win yeah. uh, mm-hmm. um, around me. And well, because we, I think, I we, think we take it home. Like, we talk about it, like, you won and we're like here's how i did it and then we do it in our classroom so like right. everybody can win from that exactly like, but yeah i think so i guess just being 
sincerely, authentically happy for other people's yeah. achievements. Yeah. That is what I wanted to add to that. That's perfect. I feel like that still falls under collaboration. No, that's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing that I had was, I mean, I literally just wrote this down because it did, it seemed, at the time, it didn't seem like it really felt fit in with anything else, but I see now that it literally is the same as everything else we've been talking about. But I just said spend time with each other. But, like, I think, I think it just kind of goes back to what we were saying about, like, it can just be, like, two minutes here and there. Mm. Like, if you are investing in that relationship, like, you're going to get a lot out of it. So mm. I just, I wrote that down because I thought that that was... I don't actually know. I think I was talking to Heather and I was writing at the same time and I feel like I just wrote the same thing down twice. No, but I think, and that actually, to go back to the brainstorming thing, like what you say reminds me of something else. But on my end of it, just because I do not think that I'm an extrovert, for example, like I went in and I was like on my... I want to go on walks and I don't want to do it during school time or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to sacrifice some lunchtime to take a walk. Does anybody want to come? And both of them were like, uh, no. Um, but I still, cause I've done that the year previous and Luke and I did it one day and that's how long it lasted yeah. one day, <laughs> <laughs> which, and that's fine because like, they're going to still go and have lunch cause that's what they want to do. But like every, you know, not every day, but yeah. like some days a week, like I'm just going to go be by myself and take yep. a walk and, um, you know, just make it work for me. And that, that is the beauty of us, I think too and you know just having good colleagues is that you can understand like I'm not gonna like get the same out of being at lunch like sometimes I just need to be by myself you know it's been a good day or a bad day um but just I need to go pray through the hallways or just you know go on and be by myself Mm -hmm. like that just happens sometimes and it's not because I don't like being with you or it's too much or whatever well and we really enjoy those days because those are days we get to gossip about oh Oh, my gosh the truth comes out (laughs) so much gossiping joking don't gossip don't be a gossip no that's that's actually (laughs) terrible yeah we no (laughs) I would uh, never promote that so I have like just a few questions about like just different aspects of working Mm -hmm. with either difficult people or how to work effectively with one another that I thought we could just kind of look at and Mm -hmm. like just on the spot kind of answer. Um, So the first one is how do you handle conflicts or disagreements with a coworker? Mm. As someone who's pleasure, who is, I almost said pleasurable (laughs) as someone who is easy to work with and enjoyable to work with. Mm. How do you delay or you Heather or you Luke handle disagreements with uh, people that you work with or conflicts are, are these conflicts something I'm directly involved in or just like I guess either but okay, I, so I, I think, think I'm specifically thinking about is, do I have to be involved in this yeah conflict? I'm actually thinking specifically about things that you would be involved with okay yeah so first of all if like if you're the conflict the, is like just you're not in the your messenger. peripheral in your peripheral get away just get away run away um is my first thing but then um i'm thinking of one specific instance um we had in the hallway last summer i kind of got involved in a in something uh that really wasn't about me but it was affecting me and <laughs> you know what i'm talking yes, about I do. um but like i i was pretty direct and blunt and i and i just said my truth and i was like you, you're coming across really aggressively now so i can't really be part of this i I got to say, though, I've got a really high tolerance for conflict. Mm. I, I don't like it. I, I I could say some people might disagree with me there, but um, I have hmm. no problem um, That's saying so. I know, right? You wouldn't think someone as easygoing as me. No, because I think you balance that with, like, you say it, but you say it in such an unemotional way that it doesn't feel like... It's cold. 
No, it doesn't feel cold. It feels calm. But that's what I'm saying. That's the good thing. Do you see what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you can say it like it is a matter of fact Mm -hmm. and period. Like, it's not emotional such that, like, it would invoke somebody else, like, being uh, defensive about it. Yeah, it wouldn't. Exactly. So, actually, that's... Impressive, actually. I, yeah, I you're said that okay. be impressive. You're all right. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah, yeah no, I mean, I, I don't know that every, I don't really know how to address that for people who really don't enjoy so that's saying me. Thing. So let's I hear cannot. how you do that. Because I'll just say this, I'm uncomfortable right now. So I could not say it in the situation. I would definitely, and I do this with kids too. Like I would definitely take that person that seems to be the heart of the issue or whatever aside and try to just talk with him like one-on-one so that nobody loses face. I'm very like, I don't know, aware of that. Mm. Um, not saying that you should think more about that. That's no, I, I should, though. No, I don't think you need to because I think you do good at it. Um, but just take them aside and just be like, so this um, kind of made me feel a certain way. And just that way they don't, you know, yeah. it's out of the situation. Um, and like I said, I do that with students too, just to kind of diffuse the situation, like take them outside in the hallway, which everybody then knows that they're getting talked oh, to out yeah. in the hallway. Right. hallway. But at the same time, they don't know what is being said and that person can I really be. respect that there because like, uh, I mean, especially if it's something really specific to one student, like yeah. the whole class doesn't need to hear right. that. Right. I remember that being on the end of that because I was, again, such a good rule follower. I hated getting yelled at by teachers as a whole class or like you're seeing yes. a conflict between a student and a teacher yes. that had nothing to do with me I was like the Ugh. rest of you yeah. but you all got the punishment yeah, yeah exactly and that probably is where that comes from but I also just hate loathe avoid at all cost um any kind of confrontation which is you know also maybe a little bit of a flaw yeah I think I'm just whatever I'm feeling that day honestly because I, I I think that um Heather and Dilly both can can attest to the fact that I do like to make things awkward <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, true. Yeah, not afraid of that. But we all oh, some so good, different. good stories we could tell, but, but we, we really can't tell. But we so differently, which maybe that is why we work, though, too, because we don't, you know, confront in the same way. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But also, depending on the context, I, I you, also I, pull people aside and say, hey, yes. this is what happened. and Or if I feel like... If I feel like maybe I've missed, that's normally for me that I feel like I've misunderstood and I seek clarity. Uh, so yeah. like I feel like maybe what you said is not what you mean, what you meant to say, so I and I just wanted to ask yeah. you like mm-hmm. if you could explain it or blah blah blah. Because I just feel like a lot of the times I am a very like we're getting in le- less into like being a good coworker and just more about about me. But <laughs> I'm very like reading. I like read into things or like project my own emotions onto people's responses yeah, sometimes. I do the same. And so for me it's really hard for me to like distinguish the difference between okay, is this how you're reading it or is this what they meant? Mm-hmm. So for me it's really important to like pull people aside and be like, Can you just like tell me what you meant by this? Yeah, because clarify. I do not Well ask for clarity, but that's I mean that's good in a you know work situation that's good with kids. Like that that still transfers to what we're saying. Yeah. I just feel like it it's mu- it's way better for me to like do that than it would be for me just to be wondering. I really love that question because that could apply to a true misunderstanding but then a conflict where you know there was no misunderstanding someone was just being really nasty it actually puts them on the spot to explain themselves you know right well because well yeah what did you mean by this then they have to like answer for yeah their behavior yeah that's not about justice like that (laughs) she the way she just looked at me looked like she was about justice (laughs) (laughs) um okay so the next question is how do you set boundaries between your job and your personal life so we've been talking a lot about like all these things that you can do or should do whatever you want to however you want to look at it Mm -hmm. in order to be like a good 
like someone to be fun to be around, someone fun to, some who, who's fun to work with. But like at the end of the day, you cannot sacrifice your home life for doing that at work, and likewise, you can't sacrifice your work life for only doing that at home. So, how do you put boundaries around both of those things? Or how? Well, let's, let's keep it in the context of work specifically. How do you put boundaries around your job so that when you go home, your time is still valuable and mm-hmm. is respected there? Um, I have zero apps related to work downloaded mm-hmm. on my personal cell phone. If you don't, if if you have your email on your phone, delete it, girl. Yep. Okay. Delete it. I, I'm yeah, one hundred percent. Because if you are looking at if you're trying to receive email, I mean, I guess I see the benefit of it sometimes if it's like it's snowing. Or if it's like bad weather and you're trying to get, but then they send text messages and stuff usually. Yeah, That's I mean, true. you know, if you're a coach, or you're an advisor. There's things happening after hours. That, well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your teaching yes. responsibilities mm-hmm. from you know door, doors open, doors closed. Right. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason and for me to have. Those I think apps y'all are own. in different positions too than I am because they both have younger kids. So like you go, you leave school to go pick up your children. And yeah, I mean, up, first right? of all, I have like, built in responsibilities yeah so like to you gotta now. leave mm-hmm. and go do that yeah, right to pick up my um, young children yes my i'm in a different kind of situation and i kept luke's note on my uh computer to remind me like i think you have it on there like take it easy um or something like that and i left that on there to remind me but also my kids like have practice after school like she works until real late so yeah. like sometimes like i don't mind um that sometimes just because I like they're already going out and doing other things. You know what I mean? Like I've got some time built in to be able to do those things. Go. Um, just because like, yeah, you guys have a little bit more responsibility at home. Like you got to get home and get the kids, you know, yeah. and mine like are going to get home at six thirty. you know? So not on every single day, but like a lot of times like I'll stay and, you know, get this one thing done or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and other times I won't, but just, you know it, it's a yeah. phase thing i guess i say that to say like it's a phase thing like, i do you're not i do understand but i also think like you heather is also working like 12 hour days sometimes or 10 hour days sometimes <laughs> and i feel like maybe that's slightly unhealthy mm, yeah. even even with your kids being older yeah i feel like I, I mean i understand you know not i understand like the feeling of like Need, wanting to be here because you're there's no one at home right, right you know i get that i get that very much too but at the same time i'm like you still have to go do something else yeah like, i remember being in my late 20s but I don't know. Anyway, uh, so like late three, 20s, three early 30s. Ago. Yeah, so many years ago. <laughs> three. Uh, three years. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Three. Yeah, I'm sorry, folks. So confusing. It was like three years ago. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, and this coworker said this to me, and this was a totally different job, and it was completely a backhanded compliment but she said you're really good at saying no to out like outside request mm-hmm. and she meant it she it was like a dig oh. for sure because she was not good at doing uh-huh. that and needed to create boundaries so I don't know and that's when I was unmarried I mean I was in a relationship but unmarried with no kids I don't uh-huh. know Heather I think I'm this phase is here yeah yeah I, I think I'm I think yeah. it's here to stay. It's black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even know about that, but like, I don't necessarily think just when my kids get older and more involved in stuff yeah. that it means longer hours at the mm-hmm. school for me. And I'm not, but like, I want you to do you, right? you know, cause sometimes the mental of just yeah. staying exactly. and getting something done really helps yeah. as well. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I, for me, I it's know. more it's it's less about the time, I guess, and it's more about like the if they see that you're here, they are gonna think that it's okay to ask you to do things like that. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, but I'm I you guys have heard me talk about my situation and my background. I'm from a very like like you have to be here all hours you have to be here all these things mm-hmm. like that was my background and so like for me I, I very much when i went out of like the private sector education and went into like public education i was like this is something i will not do like I, i'm i'm going to keep the time of my contract hours i may stay a little bit extra but mm-hmm. i'm going to go home and i'm going to do the things that i want to do so i can come back and do it again the next day yeah but that's i mean i think it, like you said we're all in different scenarios and all in different se- seasons of our lives mm-hmm. and but i do think like you have to make sure that you have like parameters around what you will do and won't do absolutely you know mm-hmm. and i think yeah. if you can if you can confidently say that then i think you'll be you will have no problem with like setting boundaries and being able to like make your job be fun while you're here so you don't go home and criticize yourself or not criticize yourself but um, just think about it all the time because I have had friends that will go home and do work and I'm like that's a that's a real big no-no I would rather just stay at school and do it and not take it home mm-hmm. yeah 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 so yeah um, I there are other questions but I think those two are really the good the questions that really like are specifically related to like how to be a good co-worker how to be someone that's enjoyable to work with so we will save those for another episode but this has been great this has been very uh i think this has been a very like palatable and very easy thing for people that are either like i said earlier new to the profession or maybe need a refresher on just like things that you can do to make yourself be cool (laughs) (laughs) that was me that was me being funny but like things things that will help make you a better person to work with and i think we can all like definitely there's things that we can all work on so um yeah nobody's perfect or done growing or anything that is so true nobody is done growing yeah yeah so anyway in the meantime we would love to hear from you what is something that you do that makes you the cool co-worker so you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash linguist lounge we're on instagram at at the linguist lounge you can send us a dm or a comment or respond to a story or whatever you can do on there all the things and we can also get email from you now too so linguistlounge at gmail.com in the meantime you can find us anywhere that you listen to your podcasts and we look forward to talking to you again real soon bye bye ciao the linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible Christian Capozzi for use of your studio, you're the literal best. Our families for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends for supporting and loving us, we are truly grateful for you. And to you for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.